Hello and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. The waters in the mortgage industry can be pretty muddy. Whether it's investing, leasing, renting, home insurance, or myths and misconceptions, Welcome Home Radio has the answers for you, the consumer. And now, to help you make the right home buying decision for you and your family, here are your hosts. And welcome to Welcome Home Radio, March 23rd, where real estate, lending, and learning come together. We are so excited to be here. I'm excited about our show today because it's a topic that is evidently creeping into our market here in Texas. It's pretty dominant in California and some other places. But I first want to welcome, of course, our sponsor, our guest, Christian Ford, Goosehead Insurance. Thank you so much for being here. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Oh, we thank you for your sponsorship, Christian. Why don't you tell the folks exactly how to get in contact with you and what you guys do real quick? Yeah, so we are the largest independent agency in the nation. So for everybody else, that means we shop about 40 A-rated carriers on the market. So uh, you don't have to fit a square peg in a round hole to find good coverage at a good price. Um, so, you know, getting in touch with us, you can come go to Goosehead's website. Um, you know, my number is 214-838-5482. Um, or my cell phone's there as well. So just give me a shout anytime you need me. I'm happy to help. Hey, so thank you again for being here today. We are talking about the good, the bad, the ugly of solar power, solar panels, the pros and cons. I got to tell you, I the reason for the show was I was sitting with one of my clients in their home and he asked me to hang around because he had a visitor coming. I did not know what was going on, but all of a sudden in walks this young man prepared to sell him a solar panel system and went through his sales pitch, did not know I was listening or involved. And the questions that came out of my mind, my 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 asking, uh, the challenges that, how does the appraisal work out? <coughs> how does it matter if you lease or own it? All of these things started <coughs> coming out. So we want to talk about this. First off, of course, I've got my co-host here, Tom. Thank you for being here. How was Hawaii? I wish you could tell us because we're pre-recording this, but. I hope oh, you had it a was great. Trip. It was great. You can see I kind of got a little suntan like uh, Alan Scott, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I see. Nice and I went to a baseball red. game. <laughs> Is that what that's from? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, you know, we went whale watching. That was fun. That was really cool. And, of course, got to the Arizona Memorial, which Amen. is uh, staggering. Amen. That's what I wanted to hear, Tom. I was going to see what kind of patriot you were. Good job. My dad was stationed there in World War II. Oh, Flew wow. out of there to go uh, to the, uh, 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 was actually one of the first cargo planes to land in Japan after they surrendered. So. Wow. And Alan, welcome from Fathom Realty. So glad to have you here today as well. Yeah, thank you. I, I did get a chance to, my alma mater from up in Missouri came down and played baseball against Dallas Baptist, who was number 22 in the country. And. We took two out of three, so uh, the sun was out, and I did get a little face burn. But other than that, I'm ready to go. The solar panel thing is <laughs> going to be interesting, and uh, you see them more on houses, and it is a tricky thing when you sell a house with solar panels. Well, tricky. this salesman made the pitch that the value of the home would go up, and 
I'm like, I, I've got questions about insurance. I've got question about appraisal value. I got a question. Are you paying it outright? Is it over 20 years? What is it? How, what type of loan is it? Is it associated with the mortgage? Is it paid off when they sell? All of these things I, I had questions about because I have dealt with Californians moving here. And Tom, I'm sure you've seen this. They have a lease or a lien on their credit report, even though they sold their home, they didn't pay off the solar panels and they still have a debt. And it's just a challenge to understand the financing, the, the what's going to happen. In fact, one writer wrote this. Let me find this real quick. Uh, res, uh, homeowners are off, often purchased without having full knowledge of documents they sign and the unintended consequences that followed, i.e., I installed a solar panel system last year exceeding 30000 secured a solar loan to pay for it. I can't find a buyer that will buy my property and assume the solar panel loan. Um, instantly, that becomes a challenge because they want to sell their house. Thank goodness they're not selling without somebody either assuming or taking over. But it really comes back. The unintended consequences are if that's a UCC code, a uniform commercial code, on the filing, that's personal property. And the personal property can't be associated with that home. And therefore, that becomes a liability. Do you leave it there? Do you take it off? And my goodness, if you take the solar panels off, what happens to the roof? So we have a lot of questions to go over, a lot of topics about it. And first right off, I wanna give you some quick data that I collected. The top 10 states that are seeing increased value in appraisals for solar panels. New Jersey, 9%. Pennsylvania, 4 almost 5 North Carolina, Louisiana, Washington, Florida, Hawaii are all seeing 4%. Maryland, 3 New York, 3 South Carolina, 3 I don't see California on here anywhere, yet they're leading the nation in this requirement. New homes that are being built are required to have solar panels there. So what is y'all's take of first initial from this topic, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is. And Christian, I'll start with you. You're, you're our insurance guy. Come on. Tell us about what, what is your take on solar panels? Um, my only take is, yeah, it's great. You know, selling, you can make a little bit of money on it, selling, selling whatever power back to the grid. Um, I just can't, I can't fathom a world where I would say, oh, my gosh, I would pick this home over that home because it has solar panels on it. You know, that's my uh, my one thing um, they're saying, you know, can you get a class four certificate, you know, like which is hail resistant certificate for for having solar panels um, so far? That's been a big no. Um, so it doesn't really help you out with insurance when it comes to. Um, you know, does this? Does whoa, whoa, this wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I got to interrupt you. Did you just tell me? <laughs> that in the hail state of Texas, having solar panels, the insurance doesn't cover if we have hailstorms? It does cover it. it it'll cover it. You, you have to list them specifically on the home, but it doesn't give you like a class, what they call a class four certificate, like discount because it's hail resistant, right? You know, that's, Like I have a 50 year roof. Right, exactly. Yep. It's still it's still your your shingle roof underneath that and, and, the, and the, uh, the, you know, insurance company isn't going to give you a discount because you have stuff. Well, I guess there's one carrier that actually will, but the rest of them, you know, I haven't seen anything good out of it. So, 
I do want to let our listeners know I invited the solar panel company to come on. They had every intention they said, and then suddenly this morning they canceled. So I don't know why. I, I'm not trying to s- speculate on that, but we're going to continue to talk about the show and hopefully maybe we can have a follow-up time or something. But again, I find it very interesting where solar panels are required. We're not seeing an increase in value in homes in California greater than 2.2%. I mean, so I'm trying to see the benefit. You you, you can't, sometimes you can't sell. Uh, sometimes it's not producing energy for you because of nighttime and or overwhelming clouds, so forth and so on. But then the damage to the roof, who covers that? When it's installed, if it's installed inappropriately and you've got leaks, what happens then? I mean, Christian, I mean. it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got to you've got to list it on the insurance. The carrier one has to take it. And then two, um, you know, you've got to have some certain specifics or whatever to show. But um, but I mean, if you you take the panels off, that's not a covered peril. They had to put holes in your roof to do it. So that's, you know, what you would call, you know, it's it's an exclusion basically so underneath the oh, lights went off um, but it's an exclusion so in, insurance isn't going to cover it um if they're installed incorrectly and you've got holes coming through why would i assume the risk of paying out on that so that's going to be a um you know where the um solar panel company has to take you know take ownership of that and, and cover it because i i can't see an, an insurance agency coming out and saying hey yeah let's uh, let's cover somebody else's mistake here so well, Larry, the one thing I've noticed recently is more of the HOAs are addressing whether or not you can have solar panels, and they're getting a little bit more lenient on that, uh, at least in from what I can see. I personally have never helped anybody buy or sell a home with solar panels in all the years, but um, I think they are addressing that as far as homeowner associations go a little bit. Uh, I think before it was just a no-no, but it's not automatically a no-no anymore. Well, I got to go to our professor here. What real estate guru? What? what why do we change, Tommy? I thought you were the professor here. Hey, property assess clean energy loan. That's financing out there for clean energy. These things qualify for it. Are we seeing an, an increase in this comparables and? and added value to the property anywhere, or are we not? Well, great question. I can answer it simply in the fact that an appraiser will not give any value for solar attachments, period, end of story. Wait, wait, wait a minute. A newsflash, newsflash, say that one more time for all of our listeners to understand. The appraiser will not give any value to a solar panel install. Period. End of story. And that's USPAP guidance for the state of Texas at this juncture. The reason is they are, as just as our astute insurance buddy has just commented, they are separate. How they are held is separate property how they are uh, exchanged, sold later, is separate property. They're not considered attachments as far as the property is concerned. So there's no intrinsic value for it. Now, are there incentives out there that are governmental incentives like 
there were for first time home buyers and different elements that we've used as far as energy packages and you know installing the right amount of window uh, uh, pain coverage and the, the uh, uh, th there is a government uh, break as far as a uh, tax break, but there's no intrinsic value from the standpoint of an appraiser looking at those being placed on a house. And that's uh, straight from the horse's mouth. So straight I'm from the horse's mouth. That That is huge. And Christian, I've just got to tell you, the person I was sitting at was Mr. Michael Oney and <laughs> And he's the one that should be contacting. So if you want to proactively call him and tell him your concerns as well as what you just heard, I will do the same. <laughs> Guys, that's huge. I did not know that because I looked up I looked up what the appraiser would consider, especially if it's finance as personal property. And that's where that's where the majority of the market is. They're getting financed as personal property, not right. as a part of the home. Therefore, right. the appraiser can't put it as a value. Exactly. So it's just an, a, a value in the eye of the beholder, hence why you probably see those low 2%, 3% figures as far as buying a house with, uh, with them on it. Well, I mean, my goodness, I feel like we ought to be closing up the show right now. The there you go. Sorry, I, I should have saved that to the very end. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, we'll have a test at the end of the show for everyone. You know. <laughs> Do, uh, I mean, do we have any any numbers on the Tesla roof? <laughs> uh, not enough installed probably yet to actually yeah. create those uh, that data yeah. uh, data point. But you know, with all the advertising, marketing, and money behind this, it's not going to go away. Um, it's consumers not. are being hit every day on television, radio, um, social media. And it is not going to go away anytime soon. So I think shows like this are really important to try to get the facts out there. And there's no more important fact than what Tom is talking about as far as the law, the law goes on this, lending-wise and stuff. And then, you know, Christian here talking about what will the insurance people cover and, and what won't they cover. And I think the sales pitch that I've seen so far is, Oh my gosh, it's worth it. You, you're going to sell back to the electric companies. And how would you like to have a negative $26 or whatever? Well, they don't tell you the $40,000 it's going to cost or the financing involved or that. And so I think just like, um, you know, those houses shared, what, you, what was that called? That shared housing when people all bought into the same house uh, for vacations? What was that called? Oh, Timeshare? Timeshare, yeah. People <laughs> bought timeshares not knowing the real rules. And a lot of them got hurt and are still getting hurt. So I think I think this has a very good chance of, of you know hurting some people that buy this not knowing what the consequences are. Well, that's well, why I think, and, I think and, you're very right in that. And that's why I'd like to give a, a listing of questions and let our listeners understand what are the key questions we should be asking about solar. First, right off the bat, why should I go solar? What What is the value of going solar? And of course, you've already brought it up, Alan. I'm supposed to you know, pay for my uh, electricity needs in my home. I'm going to be able to sell back to the company and gain. What they don't tell you is the solar panels don't work at night. And solar panels don't store anything they produce. If you're not use it immediately, it, it it it's gone 
Um, it, it, you know, if you ha- if you work out of the home and you're not functioning or running anything in the house, then a lot of the times that doesn't all go back and it's lost. So right off the bat, is my house right for solar? HOAs, you mentioned about this. HOAs do not allow solar panels on the front of the home. Well, if your home faces south here in Texas, the strongest solar energy direction, then you you can't even put them on the front of the roof. Yes, sir. That was me raising my hand that I investigated and it's like, no, that won't help me. No, it won't. I've got trees, big, huge trees in my front yard, too, which make it even less effective. So, yeah, you got a hundred foot oak right in front of my house. Yeah, they don't yep. mention that you have to cut a lot of trees down to get the light in and that sort of I thing. Do the way you raise your hand, I, that's awesome. <laughs> I thought it was. I that's thought it was appropriate. Trend. I know. Let's add, let's add that to the, the, the requirements. Next, the next hey, class, let's get back to class. Come on. Okay, um, how should I finance the panels? How should they be financed? Whether they're personally financed, whether they're associated with a HELOC or, I mean, because this is not cheap. As, as Alan put it, they're $30,000, dollars $50,000, and they're normally a 20-year mortgage or 20-year personal loan, 20-year whatever. Um, that if is you're a, 28 years old, you might live long enough to actually get enough money back if you live to 90. <laughs> What's the average, you know, people are staying in homes nowadays too, though, you know, with, uh, you got to put them on their finance and figure it out from there. How, you know, how does that affect you in the long run? You always, always think that you're going to move. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Alan can give us data on first time home buyers are three to seven years. Is that right, Alan? Yeah, it's still in there. Mm-hmm. And what about next second home? They're not like us permanent people where we're going to. That, that second, average has increased over the last five yeah. years, so you know. And the COVID thing is added to that, too. To what? Uh, the last statistic I saw about the second home situation was nine and a half years. Okay. So, again, you're going to have to worry about how are you going to get rid of this debt, whether you pay it off personally, whether you pay it all up front, whether you uh, – you know, they say assumption is taking place in California. Well, assumptions doesn't clear your credit report. I've dealt with that four or five times already from Californians moving to Texas. Yeah, but the million, the million and a half dollars you made on your 1,100 square foot home, you might as well go ahead and pay off that 40 grand uh, obligation. Amen. And buyers out there should understand that should be part of their contract requiring them to do so in order to avoid all this challenge that we're running into. And the next big question we ought to be considering, and this is why Christian is here, does insurance impacted by on the roof or overall cost, is does it disrupt the policy? Because how many times do you do something like this and you never even think about contacting your insurance guy or gal and saying, what's my cost now? Because, does, I mean, is it going to increase the policy? Is it going to you know, decrease the policy. What's it going to do, Christian? I know, I know of one carrier um, that will give you a discount for it. Um, I don't know of any others that will, but yeah, I mean, you've got to come on with the exact count, you know, of panels that you got. You've got to add it to the replacement cost estimator. Um, it generally falls under 
for, for the most part, I believe it falls under attached structure. So uh, under the under the dwelling, the overall dwelling itself, it, it falls under that. So you've got to increase that a little bit. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna increase now. Now is it a drastic increase? I don't believe so. Um, but you've also got to make sure that it's a carrier that will take that kind of risk as well. So just just and because you, you're getting sort of risk. Yeah, exactly. You can't you can't assume that a carrier is going to accept that risk on the house. Um, and, and I got to add to this that look at these New Jersey, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Louisiana, Washington, Florida, Hawaii, I understand Maryland, New York. I mean, what happens when snow gets on this stuff? Does it freeze? Does it I mean, is it effective? Does it have to be go you have to climb up on the roof and clean it off or you wait till it melts? No, what they happened? all make drinkable water now, and it comes right out of your sink faucet. So really, it's just another way to lessen your footprint. In wow. Life. Yeah. Who needs and a sarcasm water? is still here and alive and well today. Darn right. <laughs> <laughs> so I forgot to do this though. <laughs> so the challenge here, I think, you know, we right now it doesn't look good for solar panel companies here in Texas. I mean, it just doesn't fit the bill but now are there any drawbacks that we can conclude are there any drawbacks that we can announce through any professionals and i'm sorry they're not here but i do have to at least give some of the things that i asked the question for first off does it reduce power output on cloudy weather days yes it does nobody can spin it any other way nighttime it doesn't work cloudy and so forth it it doesn't maximize now uv light still comes through but the bottom line it reduces zero output at night zero solar panels as i said earlier can't store electricity there's nothing storing somewhere like you could store it and use it later now tesla if they can come up with something like that might be a good winner there if you're storing it up and have two or three days worth of electricity in your house, kind of good. Solar energy is direct current. It needs converting. Now, I'm not an electrical engineer. I have no idea if anybody on here is, but it has to convert for AC appliances. I don't know what that entails. It sounds like an extra gadget on your home. Is that anybody else yeah, have an insight? And I think we're getting really technical and it's all good but i think when somebody's in selling solar panels in texas the first thing out of somebody's mouth is going to be kind of like what christian says the hail my gosh the hail beats up roof. i mean i have the class four thing that he was talking about i got a 50-year roof i don't know what's on it it's rubbery i guess or something but i got a heck of a discount and i still get it every time i renew but hail can just destroy this so quickly and I can't imagine spending $40,000 on panels on my roof. I don't know why any insurance company would give a discount. I would charge a premium. I mean, those things are expensive and they're going to get destroyed in Texas. It just, you know, what the roofs last four to eight years around here. We get a new roof. It's the way it is. And that means if you get a new roof, those solar panels have to come off the reinstalled after the roof was put on all that's going to cost somebody 
And I'll guarantee 85, 90% of the roofers have no clue how to do that, which means you got to get another contractor. I don't see any value of personally. I'm with Christian. I would not, that wouldn't make me buy a house. And I, I go into a lot of houses and I'm telling you, there's a lot more negatives in my opinion on solar panels than any positives I can come up with. I do understand people that want to lessen their footprint on energy and, you know, their hearts right in their particular way of thinking. But when you also, you know, I did a little research on what it takes to get training for this. It's not a whole lot to be a, a solar seller, you know, they have online training, you do it on the weekend and you get enough to go out and talk to somebody, you know, there's a piece of paper right here I dug out. So I, I just don't see how you can go into a house and say, listen, you know, it really only hails twice a year. And most time it's small. You know? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's put glass or whatever that stuff is up there. I don't know what it is, but I, I can't imagine it won't break with hail. And I don't know why any insurance company would want to mess with a, a company, a, a, a house that has, $40,000 worth of stuff that's either going to have to break or get taken off and re-put on because the other roof is hail damaged. So I don't get it. Christian, have you had a claim and or an issue with somebody's home with solar panels yet? I haven't yet. No, um, I've had, you know, I've, I've added them to policies, but I haven't had a claim or anything that's had to go through yet. So um, we'll see, but it's not very common with, with anybody that I insure. I want to say, I want to say like maybe four or five policies over five and a half years I've, I've added to. So I'm just trying to think, you know, the states that you're talking about that increased value, you're talking, you know, North Carolina, like those, those, all those states, they have roofs that last 20, 25, 30 years, you know? So like, it, maybe that's not, not such a big issue either. So, you know, most carriers I, I take a look at here in Texas will ensure your, your roof, you know, up to 15 years old, full replacement costs. But I'm, you know, licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina. Like those guys give you a lot more time on full replacement costs on roofs as well. Hey, does because, that change on a class the, four? Uh, uh, the hail. The... Um, does that change on a class four roof? Yes and no. Years? It depends. Yeah, it depends. But I mean, it's it's basically grandfathered in. Like it doesn't it doesn't switch over at 15 years most of the time. So you get full replacement costs, but if you try to go to a new carrier, they'll, and you know, you got a 25 year old roof with it's class four or not, you know, they're going to say, Hey, this is actual cash value a lot of the time. That's cool. Hmm. Well then what other questions are we not asking? What other challenges can we inform? I mean, I got to believe there is some benefit to this because I see them now popping up everywhere. Are these people just buying because it's the next thing since there's no benefit? It sounds like. I really, truly believe it's some people generally in their heart want to reduce their carbon footprint. They want to, you know, help people realize their energy consumption, you know, help other people. I think a lot of them do it for the right reasons, but I think, and if you can afford it and, you know, you pay cash for 30,000, then it doesn't matter. But I really think, that in Texas, you should ask, how long have you been doing solar panels? Can you give me the history of your current clients? 
What kind of money are they making? How long does it take me to recover my investment? How long does it take the roof to be replaced if there's solar panels on it? Do you come out and do you do the replacement? Um, does a roofing company do it? I would ask all those questions. And that, I think those all have to be asked before you would, I mean, it's your roof. It's what keeps you protected day in and day out. There's no more important part of your house. Agreed. Agreed. Tom, say that one more time for our listeners, because I think, you know, we've we've kind of gone down this path. And what do you want me to say that I'm the best that's ever existed? Well, you can say that as well. There we go. But uh, would you please remind that in Texas, what code does not allow for the valuation of solar panels on a home? The, uh, it's not a code, it's under the USPAP's training uh, requirements that uh, a uh, person that's getting a uh, any of the type of solar uh, generating, uh, as we've been talking about these solar panels on their roofs, add no additional value to the house. And that's easy to understand because they're not part of the house, they're separate property. <laughs> Okay. I think that's a key point, what Tom just said. I agree. It's not part of the house. That's a hard thing to, when you hook up to your roof, it's part of the house if you're a person. You would it think. It is too part of the house. And if I leave this house, it stays here, and the next people got to deal with it. Not me anymore. And that's just not the case. But see, that's the selling point that these people are selling, is that it increases value of the home, and it is a part of the house. And so I'm so glad we were able to discuss this, make this a topic. Uh, I want to thank Christian. I know he's having a connection problem, but guys, I, I think we have taken this and, and hopefully really educated people here in Texas, what the Let value me, is and what questions to be asking. Do you mind if I throw one more thing on top of this? I, I, and I'm not going to pile drive, you know, uh, getting solar uh, situations. I think Alan's point as to somebody wanting to help their future generations and the, the families that are out there that think of their kids and what kind of, what are we leaving behind for our kids? Are we leaving a better earth? Um, I, I think that in their hearts, that's the correct idea. But I also want to point out that there are legislative powers to be and, uh, I wanted to bring this up a little bit earlier, but ERCOT and working with the PUC, uh, they're trying to get it to where the extra monies that are generated from this are no longer credited to you. In other words, the only thing that you would get is the discount for, you know, the, the credit for the power that you're generating that you would use. There's not going to be, uh, and this is legislatively speaking, what our wonderful new for what our wonderful old governor wants to see happen is that that money that's being generated goes to the power companies instead of back to the consumers. So I want to make some awareness on that. If somebody's going to get these, you need to be active legislatively speaking to not let this happen with regards to what PUC and ERCOT want to see happen in the future. But that's just a warning I throw out there. Ahaha. Uh -huh. Okay. That's a, you know, and that that's a great warning. I mean, there's one more reason. How do I pay for this? You know, it's like, yep. just, 
unbelievable. How and, and, and again, I commend people that are looking to do this and at least yeah. investigating it like Michael Oney. Sure. Um, Your heart's in the right place. There, they ask, are. But ask those questions. Ask, those ask questions. the top. Ask the questions we shared. Guys, I thank you so much. Christian, I thank you for being here. I'm Blair Thomas. And I think I'm Tom Holm, but I'm checking. Just a second. Yep, it's me. <laughs> hey, there's Christian. Say goodbye, Christian. Say goodbye, Christian. <laughs> goodbye. I'm Alan Pace. God Thanks bless. Thank you so much. Y'all take care.